time for more real talk about the voiceover industry with your hosts, Linda Bruno and JJ Wilson. It's the Voiceover Gurus Podcast. All right. I do like your shirt today, JJ. Thank you. I thought I'd be colorful. Very, I feel like you're on vacation or something. Yeah, yeah, I've been on the phone with doctors all day. So that's not a vacation. <laughs> no. Well, welcome back. This is the VoiceOver Gurus podcast. Hello, JJ. Huh? How are you today? I'm fine, Linda. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty Wait, that good. was my AI voice. Oh, no. Don't do your AI voice. How are you how doing? Are, I'm go- doing good. <laughs> Very good. Yes. Oh, good. Thank <laughs> you, Linda. So... I could. We have a really cool guest today, you know. I know, you know and you know, know, she lives like around the corner. Everybody from lives me. around the corner from you, JJ. It's amazing. Like the whole world has moved to Nashville. It seems. Thank you. Thank you. Um, very much. But she's been there for a long time, so we can't say that. And I couldn't keep her all to myself because she's the most amazing uh, vocal coach. Judy Rodman is joining us today. Hello, Judy. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm so glad to be with you. So. We have a little bit of history because back when my father was passing, dying, um, I wound up reacting physically with vocal tightness, severe vocal tightness. And as everybody knows, if you're a voice actor, that is like the worst thing to possibly happen to you. So I found Judy and thankfully she was doing online lessons before it was <laughs> such a big deal. Yeah, cool. now. Um, and she's out of Nashville, obviously. And um, it was amazing because you helped me work with technique. You helped me really also mentally because there's so much mental that goes into it uh to be able to release and move through whatever it is you're working through and we're always working through something but it was really valuable so i'll forever be grateful to you for that this is funny that we're doing this because for years i've been wondering during that time in my life when my mom passed away i had anxiety beyond repair and i noticed the same thing that i would get like this yeah. And I knew, you know, I was just like this all the time, and it was hard. I wish I'd known Judy back then. I know. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. very helpful. But Judy, has you have an incredible, like, list of accomplishments. You're an award-winning songwriter, a producer, recording artist, an amazing vocal coach, a jingle singer as well. She had a hit record. She had a hit song. Really? Yeah. Tell us about that, Judy. Tell us how you started off. Well, I started off, you know, doing background vocals, and long story short, Tommy West, who used to work with Jim Croce, uh, he had moved to Nashville after Jim died and was looking for somebody else to get behind, and I had started writing some songs. So I was doing a background vocal with him uh, for Ed Bruce, uh, and I said, do you want to hear my song? (laughs) (laughs) And so he did. So, you know, he... Long story short, he formed uh, MTM Records with two other people, Howard Stark and Alan Bernard, and I was their like flagship uh, artist that they signed. And we were like the boutique label before there mm. were boutique labels. You know, we were we were the sort of the forerunner of all these indie things that are that have some money behind them. And uh, so, yeah, I had some I had a you know hit career there for a while. And uh, it, it's weird. I, it's like I was talking to somebody the other day. It's like in this business, if you're in it for very long, and I've been in it for 50 years, your career is going to morph. It's going to change. You're going to hit brick walls, and you're going to fail at everything you succeed mm. at yeah. eventually. Eventually, yes, but it does the, change. But the cool thing is, the cool thing is that if you uh, know how to process those fails 
absolutely nothing is wasted. So all my time in the spotlight, you know, and on the Johnny Carson show, and then all, all those places I got to be with, with hit songs uh, on, uh, on MTM Records, uh, I now, I've, I've been there. I do know what it feels like. And you know, like you're talking about tight yeah. voice with uh, voiceover, it happens to artists too. I mean, there's always that horrible phone call you had with your girlfriend or, or, or spouse uh, or a boyfriend uh, right before the, the concert, and you've got to compartmentalize mm. that. And this tissue has got to compartmentalize it and go, eh, okay, that's there, this is right. now. And so you, you've gotten, we've got more control than we know we do. And I think that's part of training, is to get us back in control of our own voices. Yeah. That's how I grew up. I mean, my father was a radio disc jockey and a voiceover actress, and uh, actress, good, actor, and my mother was an actress. And no matter what, the motto in my house was, the show must go on. Yeah. And so you do, you really do compartmentalize it. And you, mm-hmm. you know, I did a voiceover the day my mother sneaky. died. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. I did a, yeah. you know, she would have wanted me to do the voiceover. And I, I knew that I could hear her. And, yeah. but yeah, it's very true. Very true. It's, oh, I had to sing uh, a cappella. Uh, did you have music the, with uh, it? The Lord's Prayer. <laughs> without music. Oh, no, I know. I know. Without music. I know. The Lord's Prayer at my father's funeral. And I'll tell oh. you what. You talk about compartmentalizing. Yeah. You know, it's like you, you zone yeah. out. There's a wow. time where you don't want to be present. Yes, no. <laughs> and so you zone, you know, it's like these little tricks that you can yes. learn. But you also have to kind of be vigilant about what's really going on rather than what you think is going on. So that's where having a friend who's in the business, you know, doing what you do, or a coach like me that you can touch base mm-hmm. with, or somebody like that outside can help you cut the back of your hair, sort of. Oh, know, I like that term. Cut the- make that analogy. <laughs> he doesn't like any hair. Uh, JJ doesn't like Judy. any hair. <laughs> <laughs> I can help you. I can do you help. have a wig? So, I mean, you've had such an amazing um, career. but So, talking about the mental aspects of, of this with performance... Because performing as a voice actor, performing as a singer, you know, it all ties together. So compartmentalizing, so can you just like get a little more specific as to how, if someone's going through something really, really rough and suddenly, oh, you have to go do oh, a job, you know? Absolutely. Well, here's the thing. If I said, Linda, don't look at that purple elephant with the three gold earrings in its left ear and something coming out of its nose... Um, it just, you, there's no way you can't turn and right. look. But if I say, okay, there, there's that behind you, but there's a bus in front of you <laughs> and it's about to hit you, then you're going to forget about the mm-hmm. elephant, if not for just the moment. So that's where acting technique comes in, where you, 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 ha- you, you can set yourself in the moment. Setting yourself up a little bit is really important too. And, and all this, the training I know you've had too, where you kind of use your sensory input and you can imagine things, imagine smelling, touching, tasting, feeling, and and just centering yourself in the scene you're about to uh, be right. in. Uh, then you the, the important thing is to know who you're talking to and what you want their response to be. Mm-hmm. And with voiceover and with a lot of these virtual things that we do, we can't see somebody, right? right? right. So we have to use our imaginations, but it's got to be vivid. And uh, so the more the more uh, sensual we can make it, we we really go there, and we really imagine the physical, even if it's a real mm-hmm. subtle response from the heart you're talking to, the better. Uh, and we're not talking about they're going to change their behavior. No, we just want to look. We want the eyes to go down, or we want the eyes to widen, 
or we want the breath to change. You know, those little subtle human things yes. that happen when you're really responding to somebody telling right. you something. That thing is on sale that you want. Really? Yeah. That, that's <laughs> what we tell our students mm -hmm. in our classes and our workouts. Yeah. I always say that you must, I, I tell them to watch my face. I actually did a video yeah. the other day yeah. where I was reading a piece of copy and I said, don't listen to me, just watch my face. Mm -hmm. And you know, the eyes get bright and the smile comes in and I said, it's not just a smile with your face, it's got to come from in here and with your eyes. Right. Yeah. And and then I hear, right. you know, it's it's hard for people in the beginning to let go to do that, which I understand, mm -hmm. but once they get that, it, it's, a, it's a great technique because it really does bring out the read. It does. It's amazing. It does. It's amazing. It, it does. And, and, and the other thing people are looking for now, as I know you guys know, is authenticity. It's not enough to just sound like the radio voice right. of right. God. Right, right. You know, uh, you, you, they want to feel like you are talking to them like you really mm -hmm. would instead of that you're announcing some product or some event or something like some kind of, uh, you right. know, TV announcement. Mm -hmm. And that's the <laughs> or, millennial uh, group is. The, yeah. We, we yeah. find that sometimes. Yeah. They don't believe you. Yeah. Sometimes we find in the millennial group we have to say things like, I'm sorry, this is about COVID, and it does have to sound like you care just a little. <laughs> just a it's little. just like, oh, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I heard, I saw, actually, it was an ad running on Hulu, and it was this girl standing in a kitchen, and she's like, cooking is hard. And I swear to you, and I, so I want to reach in and, just... and strangle. And then it goes into a frying pan that apparently does everything. I'm not quite sure how it much more. It the oil in your car. <laughs> She's just like, cooking is Listen, hard. Oh, my gosh. I saw some. I saw a, uh, a, a coach that is supposed to help you get uh, more confident on camera. And she, I, she, I could not read her lips. If the, if the thing is turned off, I have no idea what language she's speaking in. No eyes, oh, no wow. mouth. Yeah, just, it's just standing yeah. there, no expression. I don't care. And it's like, okay. Yeah. There's no connection. Really? Yeah. No, no connection. No connection. No. No. And let's go through a fun little exercise. Sure. One. Okay. I don't exercise much, but okay. <laughs> okay. You'll like what okay. we're going to exercise get up? now. Just I don't have to get up, do I? <laughs> okay. You don't have to stand I can just stay seated. It does not involve your Good. Yes. Good. I haven't seen them in two years anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, everybody, including listeners, uh, or watchers, raise your eyebrows and feel what happens in your nose when you do that. Mm. My nose. What happens in My your nose? My nose kind of flares a little bit. It, no, it yeah, opens up. it does. Yeah. And it flares. Mm -hmm. You had n no idea that your eyebrows were connected to your nose, eh? That's not the way the song goes, Judy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, the next part of this little exercise is count to three, semi-loud, okay? And you're going to do it two ways. One with poker-faced eyes, you know, mm -hmm. without anybody reading your eyes, and two, with crazy eyes. <laughs> I think you just heard my voice change. Anyway. But anyway, okay, so one, two, three, loud. Ready? And one, one, one two, 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 three. three. And yeah. eyes. One, one two, 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 three. three. <laughs> okay, did anybody notice their voices Yes, changing? of course. Yes, yes, mine did. In sound and feel, mm -hmm. right? Wow, that's a great idea. Kind of like right? character key. Similar. Oh, yeah. Something we use. Well, see, when you're when your eyes, uh, if you're playing the part of a poker player on TV, don't use your eyes. Right. If you're playing the part of really talking to somebody that you want to let in, if you don't use your eyes, you are not going to be believable. 
because that's what mm. people do. And the reason the reason is this: <coughs> your eyes are part of the physical. Uh, you know, when you lift your eyebrows, you're lifting two things: your soft palate and the back of your nasal membrane. You're lifting the ceiling on your throat channel, so that allows different kinds of resonance. Interesting. Okay. So that's why we use eye language because it I, our eye language is connected to the tone of voice we're using. Right. Isn't that wow. amazing? That's and sounds so simple. Now let's too. do this. Yeah, I've always do, said do use your eyes, but thing. I guess I just didn't know why. But it <laughs> oh, yeah, does yeah. change everything. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah. There, there's a real do, scientific, it, it like makes biological it reason. Looks like this. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I say that so, with car commercials. Yes. I say if you're not doing this, <laughs> yeah. right? You're not excited about it. Look at my eyes. I hear a plane. You can't yeah. do it like got, this. Is there a plane? Oh, that's that's my that's. Oh my, my God! If uh, that's your neighbor, you need to move. You'll need a low pass filter for my. My particular we have mind. phones go off. We have dogs barking. It's all good. We keep it. I have two dachshunds, so. Yeah. So, so, oh my gosh, my my grand dog is a dachshund. Uh, yes, and we laugh all the time yes. about obedience training. Bark, bark, bark. Um, yeah. yeah. Stay. So the other the other thing now we're gonna now let's let's do the floor. All right. So again, same thing. Don't move your jaw very much, and count to three, and then move your jaw like Forrest Gump saying, "Life is like a box of chocolates." All right. Yeah. Ready. And one, one two, 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 three, three. And move your jaw. One, one two, two, three. You feel the difference yeah. in the. Look like a crazy the, person. And you hear the difference, mm-hmm. right? So if you're using your face in your poker face for eyes and uh, jaw, one, two, three, crazy eyes, crazy jaw, one, two, three. And boy, wow, does it change yeah, things. you're right. And there's one other direction. And Linda, you'll remember this from our work. There's one other direction that your throat channel, which was tight, opens. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. That's, I do that all the time. Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> so I've got a cocktail, a co- cocktail, cockpit desk that I move <laughs> my legs. <laughs> we said wait till after the show. <laughs> <laughs> that I move my legs underneath, and then, and then I'm closer to the mic, and yet my upper spine is straight. Uh, is 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 more straight up rather than curved and moving into the mic. So what does that do? Two things: opens your rib mm-hmm. cage, which gives you better breath control and breath support, which we need as well, and it opens your throat because the C1 vertebra, the top of your neck bone, moves back just a little bit. And if you move back like that, like you did what? <laughs> you know, if you move back in that little cocky yeah. way, you go, girl. You'll feel your ears open. Yeah. You'll feel your feel your ears. Oh, open. it's a good refresher. Because it's all connected to the post nasal drip. Oh, which I always have such an issue with, especially with allergies. You know, <laughs> allergies just gunk everything up. So. Yeah, and when you when you have that and you start doing this, and then things open. You know, the orifices from your sinuses and your nose they drain. Mm-hmm. And you could have a sudden rush of drainage or your ears might pop. Yes. That's all good news. That means you're opening things yeah. up. You know, and part of vocal warm-up is, is just getting rid of that gunk. I say bring it up. Yeah, <laughs> your frogs, it. right? You used to call them frogs. You still call them frogs, yeah. Frogs, yes. I frog commit frog aside <laughs> all the time with some pineapple juice. So I have a question for you on technique advice because we have, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of students that are interested in animation and video game. And it's very right. stressful on the vocal cords. Right. You know, what advice right. can you give for someone to not strain their cords for action type of, you know? Or, or those of right. us who do car commercials right. all the time. Right, car spots. Mm-hmm. You know, if, you, if, 
<laughs> if you will, su yeah, support your voice, uh, meaning park your head over your tailbone mm -hmm. instead of over your pubic bone and over, you know, like the rear. Sing, you know, speak your butt off yes. so you don't speak your throat <laughs> out. And then uh, what, what can happen is you can, just like singing, you can come with something really strong from resonance instead of just tight pushing through, mm, mm -hmm. okay? And uh, so one <clears throat> thing is to use technique better. If I, if I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, I couldn't do that forward, and I can yell that all day long and it doesn't hurt me one bit. But if I pushed that forward, it could, it would, you know, I would be like, my throat would be spasming for half an hour. Uh, so there's ways rock singers and metal singers, which I train some, uh, if, if you pull all that strength into being, uh, then you create this resonance and you just shape it into the kind of sounds you want. Even screams, metal screams. If you pull them backwards, you're going to have a lot longer career. Yeah. Interesting. And if you do have to scream for, there's nothing but squeeze something because of a certain sound that you need for a character, or and it's got to be some kind of abusive sound, then you better know some vocal exercises yes. to warm down yeah. with after you Oh, wow. Warming so, down. Yeah. So why, why warm down? What's cool that? Yeah, down. why cool down? Well, you know, and that's true for singers after long shows, too, after significantly uh, using your chords. Just like any ath athletic endeavor, your muscles are going to swell a little bit, right? And so this pumps, uh, warming or cooling down, it means the same thing, uh, <clears throat> can pump interstitial fluid back out and also relift your voice in the head voice or the voice you don't normally use so that your voice combines itself better and it relaxes and it gets uh, flexible again hmm. huh. uh, after all that, you know, yeah. powering through usually in kind of one part of right. your range. So you re, you know, do these, you know, just crazy exercises like that to wow. re-stretch everything. And I know that if like I've coached a lot during the day or done a long form narration, my voice will start to crap on me like four o'clock. So my, my go-to is like, oh, vocal rest, you know, and then I just don't speak. But I didn't realize that maybe yeah. it would be beneficial to do something. Is that why you don't of... call me back? Right. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you something funny. I've got a great classical coach named Mark Tress, and I work with him on the speaking voice and popular genre singing, contemporary voice, and he works with me on classical voice. So we can combine what we do. And he was, he was teaching at two colleges, and he was having a hell of a time with vocal strain after yeah. teaching all day. So I showed him what I showed you, Linda, about Bring you know, mm -hmm. changing his posture and using his eyes, which he wasn't doing, you know, it was just kind of rote, just teaching what he knows and, and pulling all this open and teaching that way. He never has vocal fatigue Interesting. anymore. Uh, what happens sometimes when we use our voices for a long time is our bodies get tired first, ah. right? And so what I happens then does. is we kind of shrink <laughs> down Right. You kind of shrink down and your rib cage kind of kind of starts to come in yeah. on itself, yeah. which blows the lid on your vocal control or your breath control, which is the same thing, because it lets your diaphragm have too much slack. So you're going to use too much air to do what you're doing. It takes a lot more physical energy to hold air back than it does to let out the air. Come wow. forward. Yes. JJ, do you ever so. get vocal fatigue? You never talk about that. I, I have never lost my voice. In the 40, but like, 40 years I've been But, you know, you this. do a lot of... I do at the end of the day of, of a long, you know, a 30-page script and then some car spots. It gets a little raspy, but 
in 20 minutes, it's fine. But like when you we know, do I'm the... I'm a bad example. I know and, you, you know, I'll go have a piece of Velveeta and smoke two cigarettes and I feel I good I know, again. it's terrible. I, I, terrible. I never... I took vocal <laughs> lessons as a child and that's where I learned the support and I think that's how I get away with it. I, yeah, I think you've got you've got a nat you've got a you a learned yes, posture yes. and a learned openness in your yes. throat. You you kind of do that uh, just naturally. Thank goodness, and, and <laughs> because if I did, yes, that's that's where but all. But yeah, that I do get strained at the end of the day. Like or, after the you know, online workouts, do you feel any kind of fatigue? Yes, sometimes yes. Because you would, you do a I've lot more talking it. than me in those. Yeah, uh, uh, depending on what's gone on before that, if I'm you know doing sessions during the day and one right before when? and then we talk and then we yeah. talk to them and yeah it, it gets and I just physically get tired yeah I, I get think, physically tired yeah, well. yeah 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 when you do that guys when you do that do an experiment next time you start to notice that you're starting to get a little vocal fatigue park yourself over your butt better uh straighten your upper spine out a little bit more and use your eyes a little bit more than you were doing and see if it doesn't make a hmm. difference. Interesting. I'll definitely try that. that. Yeah. So I find it fascinating. This is fun. I know. We're getting like exercises this. out this of this. This is fun, yeah. You know, we've been talking a lot lately about the whole AI situation because it's it's been a hot topic in the voiceover industry. But the, the fantastic part about the human voice is that we can – in a sentence, begin with one emotion and end with another. Those beautiful nuances that I like to tell people when you get to that point where you're so comfortable that you can basically make your voice do anything, you know? So these nuances, how do you, do you coach people into trying to find the nuances in their voice or? You know, I, what I do, it's, it's pretty simple and, and then it's also complicated. And here's, here's the simple part. It has to do with giving you access to your whole instrument. So that is exploring your cave there and how you can stretch it in ways you might have not have known that mm. you could. You know, and most of the time, most people have no idea about going back. And that just opens a whole other realm of resonance for mm -hmm. them and nuance. Uh, then, you know, we get into, and so that, that, that's breath and open throat techniques. And then we get into acting technique, but really using the brass ring as, you know, to get them out of thinking about what they're doing. But instead of that, to focus on the brass ring of getting the exact nuance back in that person's visage and body language back from who you're, who you're talking to. So you have to go a little deeper than most, most people yeah. do into what am I saying? Why would, even, why would they even want to hear it? How would it change them? You know, what do I really want to tell them this for? You know, and it's got to be, it can't be, you know, the money that you get from the jingle client's got to be gravy. You know, it can't be for that, just like acting. You know, the, real, the brass ring is that response. So it's simple. Fix. Uh, I, I, I assess people uh, by listening to them for a little bit, finding out where they're weakest. Is it breath? Is it uh, a, a throat problem? Uh, is it a... Uh, communication skill problem and then we attack that whatever the weakest link is and it affects the other two and it gets better really fast the complicated part is <laughs> that's why one of the reasons i love my work everybody presents different issues <laughs> oh yes <laughs> different strengths and different weaknesses and so i get to be like Sherlock Holmes and Figure out the, find out, you know, where, where that, that's that is. That's the game yeah. Linda and I play with our students. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. we actually did two classes in a row 
one night and the next night, and we had six different people the second night yet used the same copy as we did the first. None of the reads wow. matched the first night. None. Yeah. They were fantastic. all completely different, and it was it was amazing. Yeah. Different perspectives. Yeah. And yeah. now we're doing the mock auditions, and the f the very first person to to do that on our first mock night, um, they all did the auditions, and I played them for Linda, and she goes. Oh God, this is hard. Because <laughs> we never had to do that. We were always on the other end, and she goes, "Who do you like?" And I go, well, "I don't know. Who do you like?" <laughs> so for 25 minutes, we went back and forth, and finally decided. And there was one week where we just said, "I'm sorry, none of you got it." Yeah, none of you were good like, enough. Because we like to keep it real wow. and say that happens. You know, with yeah. an agent, sometimes yeah. Yeah. they'll send out right. 50 auditions, and they won't like any of them. They'll go to a different agent. Yeah. So we right. told them that right. they all went. Oh, what? <laughs> none of us did it. I said, "No." <laughs> but then we it's worked. Subjective. Yeah. It is. Yes. It's so subjective. It, it really. I know is. something that I don't know if you encounter this, JJ, in your coaching. But I, one of the problems I will find is some students cannot relate. They'll look at the script and be like, "Well, I've never worked at a bank before. How am I gonna, you know?" And I'm, I, I try well, to say, for me, I say, "Well, you I need to, didn't. you need to relate it to something else for you." And a lot of them are like, "Well, I've right. never felt that emotion." So, how, how, what is your advice when somebody? I know it's like when they're completely. Like, they can't think outside of just these lines. I always ask right. them, are you ever a bank robber? I mean, you could put that <laughs> towards the read. You know what? <laughs> I, I use the, the, the movie Alien with Sigourney Weaver, and you guys might be I know. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, Please. <laughs> but, um, you know, I say, you know, the, Sigourney Weaver never really wrestled with an alien. But she's definitely experienced fear mm. yes and a protectiveness of a child she has definitely experienced that so you use whether it's you know there's a lot of hit songs that have been written to, to dogs <laughs> really? literally <laughs> like love songs to dogs oh yeah oh. Uh, Ooh, let and, the and, dogs and so out. You, you, you figure out woof, woof. <laughs> that's, right. <laughs> that's right you know you can sing a, a love song to to the one heart of the audience or to the you know person that you know or the invisible you don't know or somebody that's in your future or you can sing it to your couch for goodness <laughs> sakes or you know your 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 cat so you're just connecting whatever. with something you, it's it's just connecting make with something make right, sure the neighbors right. aren't watching that's all <laughs> <laughs> so what hit songs were written oh, for kitty, dogs i love you what what, what <laughs> hit songs are written to dogs or for dogs um from what I, and I'm, I'm assuming this is this is still tr is true, but I've, I heard that Mandy, the Barry Manilow so Man oh, song really? Mandy, was written to a dog. What? Really? Yeah, and and a lot of my students sing to their. What dogs. a wonderful oh, song yeah. too! I, I love Barry Marilyn. Barry Marilyn. Yeah. I'm a voiceover <laughs> actor. <laughs> <laughs> now that's what I'll think about if I hear that song. That is a great song too. Do you know what else he wrote? But he was a jingle writer. That's how he started. Oh, wow. Yeah. He wrote, I am stuck wow. on a Band-Aid and a Band-Aid oh stuck gosh. on me. He wrote the Tidy Bowl. Um, it's the real thing. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's oh, how he got his start. Now, Jeannie, yeah. you were a jingle singer for, for many years, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? Did you ever meet Connie uh, Zimmett? Yes, I started. Huh? No? Now, Connie Zimmett was our mentor, and she was a jingle singer in New York. Oh yeah, no, no. I was a I was a jingle singer uh, in Jacksonville. Started out. Oh okay, uh, I thought you were in with, New York with jingle for a while. singing gotcha. there. And then no Memphis. Oh Memphis, and okay. I, I worked at the William B Tanner Company for about seven years, and we did seventy percent of the world's jingles. Wow. And and radio and radio ID packages. So yeah. Wow. What are the um, most like? Can you name any that you? 
and then and then I moved to Nashville and then I did a lot more national spots. Uh, but oh, you know, I mean, all kinds of radio ID things. One oh nine point seven. Yeah, uh, and, and and TV. I did NB, the NBC, the Peacock thing. I did. Uh, I remember having to re-sing just hordes of different call letters, you know, for the different stations. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I did that as a solo. And you know, Jimmy Dean's Sausage and the Funeral Home. The you know that that I was telling you about where the. Our, You're really gonna dig us. My co-buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna tell you. My co- my my co-singer who was is you know we we did voiceover too at the end of spots because they didn't want to hire a voiceover person so it, the singers did it usually yes. uh, and became voiceover yes. people so I had to learn that's that. how Connie did but anyway it. Yep. he said yeah he said uh, he said at the end he said ah, wait a minute let me do that again and then he goes da 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 funeral home will be the last to let you down <laughs> and so you know. Things like that. We had to break them a mind. Things are looking up. We did jingles from 8.30 in the morning till 3.30 in the afternoon, five days a week. And if we didn't get them done, we had to do them till 5.30 instead of 3.30. And if we didn't get them done by then, we had to add Saturdays. Oh, my gosh. And then I did, yeah, and I was in a nightclub group at, at night, too, so... How did know. you do you know, that? I was young back I know. then. <laughs> so what yeah. is the, because people ask me about this too, what's the jingle market like now? Does it exist? You know, it's not nearly what it used to be because in the old days, everything had a jingle yeah. with it, you know. And everything, every brand had a jingle with it. Like every record had a background vocalist right. that was singing on it too. And it's not that no, way No, some anymore. of them are pretty terrible with the local stuff. <laughs> Come oh, to yeah, Jim's yeah, roofing, yeah. you'll get and, nailed. You know, you know, oh my they're, God. But they're, they're, still, they're still voiceover right. with jingles, but and there's still uh, uh, instrumental stuff with, mm-hmm. with jingles, but not a whole lot of branded, you know, jingle yeah. like blurbs. I think they that, should bring that, that back. I miss be. that. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, it makes you remember too. it more. My my bank misses that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Mailbox money, yes. yes. I've had a few students that are singers, and they're like, I want to get into jingle singing. And I'm like, I couldn't even tell you where to begin with that at this point. Now, it, it, it's all networking big time, yeah. and especially when it comes to jingles, because a lot of these jingle houses, they just have their in-house people yeah. sing on them. So they can, you know, make, make money that way. Just like the in-house writers, uh, they sing on this on their jingles. So uh, the only time you can kind of slip in is maybe a, they need a soloist that they need a different kind of voice mm. for. But you can't, if, you just can't make a living, uh, you know, at, at that normally mm-hmm. like you Do you have to, to be, though, in... that? I would say it's side. Do you have to be, like, in a major market or Nashville, or do you have to be located? Well, I would... I would say you, you got to investigate because I don't hardly do them anymore because I'm after SAG and I only do union spots. Not much so union going on the here. The local, n- no. no, and so the local spots are the ones that yeah. are, you know, getting done. So I, I you know, it, it it's just networking. I would look and it, you know, anytime you hear a jingle, find out where it was done, and then you know go sit down with that company, sit down mm. with the people and talk to them and, you know, get to know them. That's the way the industry works. It probably yeah. still is with for you yeah. guys. It well. is. We just have to do yeah. it remotely, you know, yep. reach out to people, yeah. find yeah. contacts, right. the continual, right. um, you know, rigmarole, hard to, the grind. Hard to bring the gun online, though, you know. What? I want work. Yeah. <laughs> what? Say it again? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I wasn't I You're was saying kidding. something abusive, I can tell. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that ever. <laughs> well, this is great. I don't think people realize that singing – you know, that it does work hand-in-hand hand with voiceover. Um, oh, very much so. That, I think somebody who's musical has a much more But I'm just saying, like, as far as, like, you know, you don't need to just get a voice 
acting coach, you know, a singing coach can help you. The right singing coach Absolutely. can help you to learn how to use your voice, you know. Right. Because it isn't right. just, you know, we. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. Because yeah. we go through. I find that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go copy ahead. comprehension. We focus on that. We focus on how to understand what the client is trying to express, you know, but when it comes to the techniques, like the things I learned from you that I, I wouldn't know how to really teach that to someone else, but for, for the physicality, the, the ways you had me hold my body. Um, yeah. And there was yeah. mental aspects to it as well. You know, mm-hmm. that, that I do mm-hmm. talk about this with my students that for the longest time, the pretty voice was what booked the jobs. And so that's what I was. I was the pretty voice. Da, yeah. da, da, you're clear as a bell, they would tell me. And now, obviously, it's, you know, oh, cooking's hard. You know, that whole thing. <laughs> and that's not me. So I've had to adjust myself to just speak normally. And I remember and you telling me, I, I remember you telling me, you are enough. You don't need to put out this other. And yeah. it took me a while to get that around my head to go, wait a minute, just speaking like this is going to get me work, <laughs> you know, but that's also a confidence thing. That's a, yes. it's like right. you have to sit on a, the, the the couch of a therapist. For My mother used to yeah. say that the hardest thing about acting was being yourself. Yeah. Because you yeah. don't have anybody to hide behind. Yeah. It's tough to accept right. that as something enough to yeah. make money with. But back to the music thing real quickly. I find that people who are not musical most of the time can't do a line reading because they can't hear it. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's always an issue for me. You have to have because some semblance got, of an ear. You've got to have some music ability. Yeah. Music ability. Mm-hmm. Or at least be able to mimic. Is that one word or two? Music ability? Kind of like refrigerator <laughs> freezer. I think you just made one up. It should be refrigerator. I mean, it's much easier to say. What? Anyway. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? George Carlin, whatever. Yeah, but mimicry, we talk about that too, is so yes. important as well. Because sometimes mm-hmm. I, I did a session the other day, and I swear... I got sent a scratch track, and not only did he want me to keep the same time exactly, he wanted every inflection to be just like his. Oh, wow. And every one of them went up. Oh, God. He was like, nah? And there'd be a pause, and then, nah? And then, nah? And I, I did it line by line and matched him exactly. He said, I don't know how you did that. I said, I just listened to you and just copied it and put it in the video. And he was happy with it. Yeah, loved it. You know what? Read. That's the way to do it. It's the way to to learn styles. Yeah. Like, there's a big difference between uh, Southern gospel and country. Mm-hmm. And if you sing one style in the other one, you sound inauthentic and silly. Mm. And so, <laughs> so how do you learn? And see, I I know you can do this because I never knew anything about R&B until I moved to Memphis when I was 19, I guess. And then I just, I loved it. I, I immersed myself in it. And ever since then, R&B is just part of my style. Mm. That's part of my DNA as a singer and a musician mm. with the groove and with the, you know, the inflections <coughs> and the bluesy kind of thing. I love it. Well, when my, when my students want to learn something different or when they want to, uh, like I had a I had a, uh, a student who was going on the road with Bruce, Bruce Hornsby, and uh, and he needed to sound just like Bruce on a couple of things and really high and all that. So what we did is mimic. It's just like you're talking mm, exactly. about and what you do, but you really, really, really dig in when you mimic. Instead of singing along with somebody, what I tell people is put your earbuds in and listen 
the first step is just to listen to a little section and then the second section is mime it and don't make mime it the way you think they're doing so your instrument is moving but you're not making a sound through it so you're still really you know listening you're really you know really focused in on what they're really doing instead of what you think they're doing which is what most people do they just kind of do what they think (laughs) they're doing and then the third step after you do that for a while then sing lightly with them and see if you're right Mm. and then if you aren't you go back to the first two Mm -hmm. steps and then, then finally, you know, you, you sing along with them loudly, and then you sing with the karaoke yeah. track. <laughs> and that little by little, so it, it's a time-consuming it thing. It is. But it's the only way to do it authentically. So can that be applied as well when they say, we need you to sound like this actor, and they send you a YouTube video? Yes. And you, so the yes. same thing. You just yes. listen You know what it. I always do? I do the ad, the voice in the ad first, before the YouTube video, and I use that voice. <laughs> And I send it back to him. <laughs> well, that's not right, JJ. <laughs> oh, no? Oh. Um, here's something that I've always been curious about, and I know from hearing it myself. Yes, Linda, voice... I am taller in person. <laughs> <laughs> Our voices age, but as voice oh, thanks, actors. <laughs> well, Connie Zimmett used to always say, she goes, your voice is just going to get deeper as you get yes. older, and it's going to have yes. more... I don't know. She said it was going to be a good thing because at the time I was like, what? You know, um, but, <laughs> uh, you know, for vocal health as we age, do, is, do you have any advice on how to keep that going? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Embrace the fact that it's going to get better instead of worse. And the truth is, I'm, you know, I mean, it, it, I'm 70 years old and I've got more vocal range than I've ever had in my wow. life. You're 70? Bottom and top. <laughs> she does okay. not I'm look 31. I am 31. <laughs> <laughs> you look fantastic. I'm not in my heart, but yes. Oh, let's let's not talk but, about but the heart, what, okay? But what I want you to my heart, I'm 142. <laughs> <laughs> but what what the truth is is that this instrument in your neck. I mean, okay, let me back up a little bit. Which would you rather play, an old piano or guitar, or a brand new piano or a guitar? And the answer should an be an old one. An old. Yeah. Oh yeah. Why? Why? Because it's more mm-hmm. resonant, yeah. right? There's nothing limited about it. It's seasoned. There's nothing limited about right. it. It's seasoned, and it's it's the the hammers are harder. The wood is more dense. The cartilage is more dense. Okay. So you're going to sound more like a woman than a little girl. But if you wanted to, you could kind of sound. I like could still go right. So I I just don't believe in limitations with the voice. And as long as you're physically, you physically take care of yourself and use it or lose it. Right. You know, I mean, you got to use your voice. Uh, So if you sing, keep singing. Uh, You know, it's just, yes. And let's remind people that. while old is a thing. Like I don't, sometimes I get sent things that say between 25 and 30 years old and I I write them back and I'm just laughing hysterically. And I go, I just. Don't do things that you're not suited for. I always say, give somebody else a slot who's 25 or 30. Or sounds like that. I don't sound that way. Mm -hmm. And I can't get my voice up that high. That's different. It's just if you need to. You're on a need-to-know basis. Mm -hmm. You're in a need-to-know-how to to do that. If something came up suddenly, then you you could do it. Or you could create your own little characters if you had a situation where you were doing that. You know, and you can use parts of those things with, you know. So, yeah, yeah I know what you yeah. mean. I heard... Uh, 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 
I get a lot of insurance companies lately. <laughs> Do you have diabetes? Diabetes. Yes. I heard Tom Jones a couple years ago. He got up and just a cappella sang, and it was oh, unbelievable. Yes, and how old yes. is this guy? You know, he's 114. Yeah. 114, and he yeah. sounds fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I guess still has the highs. I mean, now some of the rock stars who are trying to come back don't. Right. Yes. <laughs> and no. they should go backstage and go do they, something else. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't use good fat vocal technique, you know, it's job security for right. me. Exactly when right. When you lose your voice and you need your career That's back. Right. you got to take care of your voice. Yep. No smoking, JJ. Uh, yeah, I'm actually, uh, with the upcoming events that I have going on, I'm probably going to try to stop. <gasps> oh, my God. You said it on the podcast, too. So there you go. I did. I did. There is a book that I found out I know about I from it. a person <laughs> oh. on in Dolly Parton's uh, road road trip, <coughs> and she's she's a dear friend of mine. She said the whole tour group uh, they found out about this book in in, in over in Europe, uh, and it's called The Easy Way to Quit Smoking by Alan Carr, hmm. uh, and all of them quit, and I did too. I used to smoke. Uh-huh. And I, it makes no sense whatsoever. There's no logic to it. No. But it, well, you know, it, it, you, it's psychological, especially with people in our business. You know, and it is. I mean, we're I feel nervous. I'm... People, you know, the people at the Met smoke, yeah. but it's not. No, it will be. <laughs> so you know, the easy way to quit smoking. And the, actually, the author is, is now dead. He died from you know smoking five or six packs a day when he was smoking. Five or six packs a day. Wow. Yeah. Oh, good lord. <laughs> I don't do that. I smoke three quarters of a pack a day, and this much. No, I'm not that bad. But Uh, good lord. Sorry. And how cool? How cool is that (laughs) that you're good friends with Dolly Parton because she's amazing. Well, not you know, I've I've sung for her uh, on a record and stuff like that. But I'm I'm best friends with, uh, especially with the girl that uh, a girl that's in her. That's so cool. She's amazing. Wow. This has been so cool. She's amazing. This has been it amazing. Really has. We're getting so it much. Really uh, like I just need a cigarette or something <laughs> after this. It's, so <laughs> it's all in your head. Now, obviously, that's right. <laughs> Judy coaches online because that's how I found her. But you always you also have a couple of courses that you release too, right? What tell know. tell us about that? I do. Uh, one is called Singing in the Studio, which uh, is like the ultimate guide in pre-production for you know things you definitely don't know mm-hmm. about. <laughs> uh, but that, it comes from my 50 years of, of being in the studio and, and also producing and others in the studio. Uh, and so, and, and my primary course is Power Path and Performance, which is my method of training. And that is in a couple of different packages. Of the six CDs, uh, or six discs rather, <laughs> I call them now because nobody has CD players. Um, and the millennials also are the going, one, what? The <laughs> yeah, what is that? Yeah, yeah CD. Yeah, yeah right. I got one at the bank. Uh, <laughs> And I I'm, I'm will be starting, I'm, I'm starting on a video co- training course I was telling you about, Linda, mm. before we started. And I'm really looking forward. It'll take a few months to get that one done. But the very first module I'm going to do, uh, there's like 12 modules. Each one of them is going to be about 45 minutes wow. long. So I'll divide those in small, smaller videos. I think a know, male so voice on those would be good. Them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, but uh, the first one I'm going to do is going to be on the speaking. Oh, website. fantastic! So I mean, yeah. and everything obviously you can go to your website judyrodman.com. Yeah, um, and you have yes. a great blog because uh, I get your I get your your uh, newsletters and and you, you just told me how many people have subscribed to this thing. Uh, my with mm. on my blog I've got over two million views <laughs> and then the the corresponding podcast all all things vocal mm. it's called. 
and the corresponding podcast has uh, it's, <clears throat> it's getting about an average of a thousand listens, uh, a, you know, a thousand plays an episode. An Fantastic. Average. And uh, so it's getting up there, like hundred and fifty thousand plays nice. or something. But you're on that. You're on my blog. Yes, Linda. yes, I yes. You, you did. You yeah. did. But it's a great blog because <coughs> it applies to. All- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you then. Oh, okay. <laughs> now you have officially met. But there's okay. oh, you exactly. you interview a lot of interesting people from different, you know, arenas of of the yeah. industry, which is yeah. cool because it's not just singing. There's all different right uh, aspects. Right. So, um definitely you guys got to got to check out her page and, you know, sign up for her blog and all that. This has been great. Thank you so much. It really has. Really has very informative. Oh, you're so yeah. welcome. This is the, yeah, this has been great to reconnect. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen you in, in so long, too. It's just like I've, <laughs> I've never even met you. I've just, it's like, I, it's like we never, yeah. <laughs> we know the same thing. Yes, we do. Same, same, yeah. same situation. Well, I'm sure you live around the corner. Oh, one, one, other, one other thing I want to make sure that I share with everybody, Linda, because, and I, I know we've talked about it, but it, uh, is the pineapple juice. Yes. Uh, when you are getting vocal fatigue. Uh, it's sometimes dehydration because anytime you mm-hmm. use your voice, you are you are winding it a bit. You know you're you're going to dehydrate the edges a little bit, and so but a little bit of pineapple juice, like a fifth pineapple juice and the rest water, and the bromelain enzyme soothes the tissues of the throat better than anything I've man I've ever been cutting it 50 50 I've been doing half half Have you? yeah and oh, yeah. I do tell students to use it as well but I've been doing 50 50 it's supposed yeah. to be less <laughs> yeah no well it's how whatever if it doesn't lead you the only reason you want to use less is if it were to give you acid reflux gotcha. or something mm-hmm. like that but if you don't have any problems with that I don't drink right. Drink. <laughs> All right, so that's 50 percent pineapple juice 50 percent did you say Jack Daniels or? <laughs> Jack Daniels yes <laughs> I'm sure that would help with the, the dehydration <laughs> the hydration or would probably you just even don't out. care. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again, Judy. So nice you, to Judy. have you here. Very, very much. Oh, it's so yeah. great to meet you, JJ. Thank you, likewise. Thank you, likewise. So, <laughs> and if you're ever in Greenbrier, look me up. I will do that. Okay, I have a I studio that. that's really Soon huge. <laughs> <laughs> Not at yeah, all. Yeah, me too. <laughs> No. <laughs> well, that wraps up another edition of the VoiceOver Gurus podcast, and many thanks yes, again. Yes, it certainly does. Yes, and um, yeah, go to our website, uh, voiceover.guru. If you have any questions or anything you'd like us to talk about, you can go to uh, email us at info at voiceover.guru. And also join us for an online workout. We love to yeah. we love to have folks join us. And Now we've learned some more stuff from Judy we can use I know. during I'm our go- I'm going to be focused on my posture now more. I've gotten yeah, a refresher. Yeah, I'm going to be saying, sit up, sit up. <laughs> Use your eyebrows. <laughs> Open up your eyes. Right. Oh, God, i got to get my Any eyebrows done. That reminded me. Oh, God. Oh. People with Botox have a problem. I'm sure. I'm sure. No expression. But thanks again, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. All right. Let's end the show in three, two, oh, wait, uh, one. One. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast. Real talk about the voiceover industry. Learn more about us and get coaching at voiceover.guru.